Welcome to Discover a Better You podcast, formerly known as Uncommon Sense on Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Coach Christina, owner of Discover a Better You LLC, co-founder of the nonprofit Heart Centered Matters, and certified professional coach. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical advice and tough love on relationships from a Christian perspective. We'll cover everything from the law of attraction, the five love languages and boundaries, to self-love and modern dating. It means so much to me that you're taking the time out of your day to listen, to be coachable, and be encouraged. What's new with this podcast? Each month, I'll be bringing on guests from diverse backgrounds with various stories and beliefs. They will be sharing their heart as well as their passion for many types of self-improvement. Their expertise may be in health, fitness, finance, business, mindset, or relationships. But if they're on this show, I guarantee they'll be bringing you value that will improve your life as well as your relationships. I hope you all love this new dimension of the show. If these episodes are meaningful to you, please let me know by subscribing, leaving a message, a review, or sharing with a friend. I also love when you send me topic ideas that you would like included in the next episode. But whichever way you choose to participate in this group, thank you. Today, we welcome special guest, Amanda Branco. She is our first guest of 2020. She has an amazing story that will both empower you, inspire you, and touch your heart. Please enjoy. Hello, Amanda. Thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited to interview you. I know we talked a little bit, but I just love your story. And I think that there's so much that um, you can share that will help both of our audiences. Well, I look forward to it. I mean, usually there's always something that you've been through that can provide value for someone else. So I can't wait to uh, share my journey and my experiences. Absolutely. So definitely tell me a little bit about your story and your background um, that leads you to empower others, something about either your personal story or um, how you help others, you know, in their journey or um, anything you've learned along the way. Uh, So my background and my story starts way back in the day when I was in um, university Um, I was in a relationship that was not the healthiest relationship per se. And so essentially what had happened was, um, when I was in high school, I'm going to back up for a quick minute here, but when I was in high school, I started dating someone, um, again, not the healthiest relationship either. Um, but I just continued to kind of force it on, you know, what, you know, when you, you just want to make something work, that's kind of what I was trying to do. And then, oh, all the time until you you get to a point in your life where you realize that what's meant to happen will happen without you forcing it. But um, regardless, so I was dating someone and then kept forcing it, kept forcing it and went to university. I ended up meeting someone within the first few days of being at university and fell head over heels for them. And so I ended my relationship with the high school guy and jumped right into a new one. Uh, which I personally don't recommend doing, but again, it happened. So whatever. Um, (laughs) And so I just jumped right on in and really didn't have any time for myself between the two relationships, didn't have any time to work on myself at all. Um, And 
we kind of, we kind of just like, I don't want to say rushed right into it because I don't regret anything that happened, but we just, we started living our university life as a unit right away, um, as opposed to having, you know, separate lives and just including one another within. Um, so we kind of built our friends together. We built our experiences together. Everything was done together. Right. Um, yeah, you kind of lost that individuality. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There was, there was no Amanda and I mean, there, there was just no separate lives being lived at all. It was all one big, just one big experience together, which at the time was okay because it was working. Um, but there were always signs along the way that it wasn't working. And I think one of the biggest signs for me, at least along the way was that I was not happy and everything was bothering me. And I was always mad and annoyed and frustrated, not even just with my boyfriend at the time, but with people all around me. So that was definitely something that looking back now, I know was more on me than anyone else. Um, But anyway, so we got super serious, super quick. uh, And then the, obviously all relationships, either they work out or they come to an end. And um, one day about two years in, I'd say he decided that he did not see a future and he just did not want to continue the relationship or whatnot. And that for me was kind of, it, it, it sent me into like a mode of being distraught and heartbroken, um, right. which is something very normal to feel, but it also sent me into how am I supposed to live with, without you type, right? And And when you build your life around somebody else and you're so intertwined, like you guys were, you can't really suddenly step outside of that because you don't know anything outside of that because everything's been that other person with you. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like, I like to refer to it as my comfort zone. Um, I was very comfortable. And then all of a sudden, you know, that, that comfort zone was ripped away from me. And suddenly I was in this, in this world of how am I supposed to live with the friends that we've made? How am I supposed to be single? How am I like, it's, it's almost as if I didn't want to have to deal with what was going on inside of me, you know? So I was just, I was just, um, I, I just, I honestly, I mean, I'll just dive right in here, but I went right into a super, super dark point in my life. And granted, I do think that it was something that was, always creeping up on me I would have good days and bad days good days and bad days and then this was kind of the breakup was what triggered my spiral downwards and so um I did go I went into a um into a phase of being suicidal and again like I said not wanting to live if I couldn't live with him and So I remember kind of being in denial at first, I let it cool down. And I was like, whatever, tomorrow, we'll talk about this. And we'll get back together. Because we did that a lot. It was a very broken relationship. There was no respect for one another. You know, when you fought, you just threatened to break up. It was one of those relationships where there was no healthy boundaries, there was no respect, and there was no consistency. Um, And so when that was thrown out there, I was like, whatever, tomorrow, we'll just get back together. Right. The cycle, the cycle, exactly the vicious cycle. And when tomorrow came and we didn't get back together and he kept his foot down about not wanting to be with me, that was when I started to panic because like I mentioned, I was suddenly being thrown into this whole other world of you might have to live without him. 
And so um, I remember just kind of shutting down. I remember grabbing my keys in the middle of the argument. Like we were full on in the middle of an argument. And I left, I purposely left my phone behind so that I could not be contacted by anyone so that no one could interrupt the mindset that I was in, which is, is quite scary to be honest. Yeah, that's a strong, Um, strong pull in that direction. Yeah, I remember that specifically, leaving my phone behind so no one could get a hold of me. I didn't want anyone to know what I was doing or where I was. Um, And I got in my car and I drove off. And I remember specifically one of my roommates was standing in the middle of the street trying to block me from driving off. And I just like zoomed right around her and, and left. And I... I think I drove around the same block for maybe 15 to 20 minutes and just just trying to decide which light post would be the best one to drive my car into. Um, Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy when I talk about it out loud now. Um, But regardless, I don't know. I don't know what light went off inside of my head. I don't know who was watching over me from above. I really don't. I just know that something clicked in my head. And the only thought that suddenly started going through my mind 20 minutes after was, are you really going to affect so many that like all of the lives of the people that love you over one heartbreak and over losing one person in your life? Yeah. You know, um, and, and so- at that time you feel like he's the only one because you're so wrapped up into that, but then you're thinking, oh my gosh, there's so many other lives that matter that I care about that care about me that will be affected, right? I mean, when you take your life, a lot of people, it's not just you, there are a lot of people that are affected by that. And so I am fortunate enough to say that obviously, um, I drove myself to a parking lot and just cried my eyes out for, I don't remember exactly how long, but it was a little while. Um, Yeah, you released all that. Just got it all out on the driving, like the steering wheel. I remember banging my my fists on it. I was just so upset. And then I eventually drove myself home and uh, my roommates kind of all collected uh, in my room with me. And I, I believe it was this one comment. I don't know, but I'm just based on what I was told. I believe it was when I told them that I felt numb and that I no longer wanted to feel anything else in my life was when they were, it was a red flag went off for them. Thank God um, that they recognize that as well. Exactly. You know? Yeah. No, I, um, I really do thank them. Like, I'm so grateful for the fact that they did what they did that night. So one of them actually called my mom and mm-hmm. that, that night around 3am, my mom and my dad and my aunt showed up in my room. Wow. And I remember I was fast asleep and they had actually, my roommates had actually called my ex over and told him what was, what had happened. And he had come back and kind of calmed me down. And I'd fallen asleep in my room with my ex and three in the morning, my mom, my dad, my aunt are barging in, telling my boyfriend or ex at the time, whatever he was, um, to pack his stuff and get out of there and telling me to pack my stuff so that I could go home with them because they no longer trusted me on my own. And right. so that was when, you know, you're still in denial. You really, when there's an intervention, most of the time people don't think that they are the problem. And True. so I went right up, right into denial mode again. And I started blaming them. I remember calling them crazy, telling them that they were the issue showing up in my room without permission at three o'clock in the morning. Um, 
Right. Cause at that point you're not thinking I need to be saved. You're, you're thinking I need to be in this myself and try to deal with this and you're interrupting, but in reality, thank God they were there. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And so one thing for me at least was nothing was affecting me until my mom broke down when my mom started breaking down and just telling me how much she was worried and didn't trust me. for me, it was, that was a sign that something was wrong. Um, but I was also, I didn't want to pack up and go home because I knew that, you know, when someone breaks up with you, your routine changes and what's normal is no longer normal. You have to create a new normal. Um, and so I was scared to go home because I was, I was like, I don't want to have to create a new normal at home and then eventually come back to school and have to deal with this again. I might as well just be here and deal with it. Right. Right. So my mom actually ended up moving in with me at school Mm -hmm. for maybe a week, I'd say. And she, God bless her soul. I'm so happy she was there because I cried myself to sleep on her chest every night that she was there. Um, Yeah, I was really hurting. It was a really tough time, but I was essentially pulled out of school. University Mm -hmm. was put on pause and my job was going to a mental health nurse and a counselor every single day, uh, I'd say, honestly, probably for about two weeks, Monday to Friday, that was all I did. Yeah, they just helped you reestablish your normal, you know, and find find you again, and just work through it. And granted, I do. I mean, you bring up a really interesting point, the finding you part. I do want to make something very clear to anyone who is listening to this. Yes, I they definitely made progress with me in those two weeks. But that was not what changed my life or, you know, opened my eyes to a completely different way to live. It was going, it was going through counseling for the next three years consistently every single week that actually helped me just get myself back, back, like back up on my feet. Um, That was just the starting point to let you know it's possible. 100%. Yeah. And I do have to say it, it really I don't know exactly when I ended up seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, because I, I personally don't think that you do. I just think you see it. You you're on one end and you don't see it. And then all of a sudden you're on the complete opposite end. And you're like, how did I even miss the light? Do you know what I yes. mean? You just yes. end up so, so far ahead. Um, and so I do turn that corner and just like when you're in a tunnel, it's like, where is the light? Where is the light? And then finally you turn a corner and then you see it, you and know, it's, just it's there. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was really grateful for, you know, I, even though I didn't make it clear at the time, I was really grateful for everyone that did their part in that situation because it definitely helped me get to where I I am today. And so, like I mentioned, I continued on eventually I just started getting back into my um, courses and I continued going to counseling. I just narrowed, narrowed it down to just once a week. Um, and then I pretty much, I went to the same counselor for ever for my entire university career, right up until the last week that I could go see him. Um, and it's funny cause he was actually a male and I remember the first appointment that was booked with him because it was an emergency. They booked me in with the first person that was available And I was so embarrassed. I'm like, I cannot believe I have to go into this man's office and speak to him about a breakup. He's going to laugh at me. And I was really, really happy that I went and I pushed through it because he was the greatest thing that happened to me during that dark time. Um, He really did help me see a a completely different side of it than I think I would have seen on my own. Um, And so I was really grateful for him as well. But yeah, I mean, that kind of, that kind of sums up 
the beginning of my story, I'd say. I mean, I know that there's more yeah. to it, but I would say that, that those three years really helped me just learn how to not be molded by situations or relationships in my life and, and really just learn to stand on my own two feet and have my own opinions and have my own views and be okay with those. Yeah. Accepting yourself, accepting your own opinions and, and everything that you believe. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So being in that counseling for those three years, what did you learn it actually takes to move past those feelings of hopelessness into a life of purpose and fulfillment? So there were a couple of things that I learned specifically in counseling that have stuck with me ever since. Number one is don't ever try to hide how you're feeling. The more we push our feelings and emotions further away, the worse it is. They just end up coming out later on and probably way worse. Um, So that was something that I remember my counselor telling me and just, you know, when you want to cry, embrace, embrace it, cry, allow yourself to feel whatever you are feeling in the moment, because the, the reality is like, your whether they're positive or negative feelings, your feelings will always pass. We're on this constant roller coaster. Um, and so every negative feeling, every sad feeling, every cr- moment of crying, whatever it is that you're experiencing, it will pass and you will get through it. So just embrace it. Um, another thing that I learned was that you, when you're going through dark times and tough times, you tend this is a little, it's going to sound a little selfish or, or cutthroat, but you tend to make it all about you. Um, you tend to think that you're the only person experiencing things. And yeah, it's so, our nature. Yep, yeah. it is. And you also walk around assuming that everyone is looking at you because you know what you're, or they know what you're going through. Right. Which was a big learning lesson for me because in reality, you know, when you're going through something, people actually have no clue what you're going through unless you communicate it to them. And so no one's looking at you. No one's paying attention to, to you because you were crying. Like it's, we feel it, but it really isn't happening around us. People have so many things going on in their lives that, you know, unless you speak up and say something, people probably won't notice much is going on unless you've been crying for a very, very, very long time and they can see it in your eyes. Do you know what I mean? Very true. Yeah. And then it's eye opening when it's like, wow, it's, it's really not like, I'm not the focus of their attention. No, absolutely not. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was kind of my university experience. And then I definitely think it, what I learned in counseling in that experience, I took that with me into my post-university career. Um, I got a job working as a studio manager for Mm -hmm. a fitness studio for Orange Theory Fitness. Awesome. And yeah, it was great at the beginning. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I loved it. I loved my, I loved my boss. He was awesome. I learned a lot, a lot, a lot from him. Very intelligent human. Um, And I'd say about three months into my position, my boss hired on a regional manager to overlook the fitness studios within the region that I was working in. Okay. And him and I, for whatever reason, I mean, we did get along at the beginning, but there was just always something that was off and I could not figure out what it was. And we just, as he slowly started to, you know, come into his role 
as a full-time regional manager, him and I just started to butt heads a lot more. Right. And so it was, it was very draining. That was very hard, right? Because I went from loving something and feeling like I finally found my passion and what I was meant to do, which was help inspire people to find something to cling on to when they are going through a tough time so that they can, it it kind of by default ends up creating a new routine in your life. And I learned that because when I was going through all that counseling and stuff, my counselor told me to find something to distract myself. And so that was actually when I, I really dove into health and fitness. I started going to the gym. There were days that I went to the gym two or three times because just to distract myself from feeling alone and sad. Yes. And so I finally, it felt like I, you know, I was on the right path, was helping people um, achieve their goals, distract themselves, whatever it was that they were coming to us for, I was helping them with it. And then I remember we just started clashing and work went from being super awesome and super enjoyable to the place I didn't want to be, to be honest. Um, I was super... It went from something that was positive and something that was recreating your positive routine. And then it's being taken away from you by that feeling, those negative feelings that are then taking you back in an opposite direction of your progress. And that's got to be so frustrating. Yes, it was. It was really, really, really tough. Granted, again, I, I learned some great lessons, like, and that's something I like to make very clear. I don't regret anything that has happened in my life because it's all taught me such an amazing lesson. Um, and so, I mean, as this obviously continued, it just got worse and worse. I got more, I found myself slipping back into the depression I was in a little bit from before. Mm -hmm. And, um, then I just, I remember having a conversation with my mom about it. And my mom was like, why don't you just keep your mouth shut and just keep the job so that you, you know, you don't get fired. You don't burn bridges. You don't, you're not on his bad side. And I, I remember it clicking for me that night when I was speaking to her. And this is something that I I talk about all the time. Um, I remember telling her, you know, mom, I worked so hard to reestablish my identity and figure out who I am. And now that I finally have that, I will not let anyone, but any male in my life specifically, because that was mm-hmm. obviously what my history was from, any, anyone in my life or any male mold me into what they want me to be. Right. It was symbolic for you. It was very symbolic for me. Yeah. It was, it was definitely bringing back moments from my past. And I was like, no, no, this is not something that I want to go back to. Um, and I worked too hard to overcome it for someone to just come in and tell me what my values and core beliefs are going to be that that just wasn't something that I was willing to do. So I did end up getting terminated. Um, I mean, there was no there was no cause for the termination. But based on the uh, feedback I was given, I knew it was a lot more to do with the fact that our personalities were just not working well together, and that I wasn't willing to keep my mouth shut and just do what I was told. Right. It was personal and, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. 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 No, Mm -hmm. I am totally okay with it because it, it showed me again, like I said, I learned many lessons from both the, the boss, the owner and the regional manager. I did learn many lessons and it kind of brought me to where I am today because 
again, during that dark time, I looked for something to distract myself and keep myself occupied. And so I, after work, I started walking my dog and listening to podcasts. And that was when I came across an epi- a podcast episode who introduced me to one of my business mentors today, not one of my business mentors, my business mentor today. Um, and so when I got terminated, I remember looking at, I remember it was about a month before I was terminated that I had seen something on social media that my, my business mentor had posted. And I was like, you know what? I don't know exactly where this is going to get me. But what I do know is that I want to a work for myself um, because I have a very strong personality and I just, a lot of those characteristics in me are leadership and entrepreneurial characteristics. And it's amazing that you recognize that too even coming from out of that dark place originally, you still, you know, you were strong enough to recognize like, this is me. I can be a leader. I can do these things that I want. I, I am going to embrace, you know, these thing qualities that are innate within me. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you. Um, and the second thing was that I wanted to help empower other people specifically again, females, um, just because I do connect with them more. Um, to, to thrive in life, because I do think that we have the ability to live such an amazing life and just feel so good in so many ways. But the saddest part is that most people don't even know it's possible because they're so used to the mediocrity in life. And they're so used to like the, the unwritten rules that have been put in place by society. And so, yeah, I was just like, you know what, there's got to be more out there than what I am going through. And so I took a business opportunity um, and reached out to my mentor and, you know, a month later I got terminated and I do genuinely think it was a blessing in disguise because it led me to where I am today. I now run a a virtual online wellness business. Uh, I love that. I just said virtual and online as if they're two different things, but. (laughs) um, But they are because they have two different senses of the word, you know? Yes. So, because virtual means that, you know, in essence, it's right here with us. So, and online, it sounds a little more distant. So I totally get that. So funny. So anyways, it was a virtual business, a virtual wellness business. And I essentially do just what I, I was set out to do. Um, And I, I'm happy for every single part of my past because it taught me something I've learned and brought something from every single experience to my business today. And I'm able to, um, impact lives, you know, I mean, granted there are days that are still tough and people try to point the finger and blame you because at the end of the day, they're just not ready to take, to, to go on their journey and they blame the people around them. So there are tough moments. Um, but it is truly one of the most amazing experiences to be able to help others. And it's even more amazing to see what it it can do for you. You know, it's truly such a humbling experience. And so I'm really, really, really happy with every single part of my past because I, I truly think it shaped me to become who I am today. Yes. And I believe that you probably still keep pulling from different areas that you've learned and applying them, you know, day in and day out, not just the entire experience, but, you know, looking back to, Hey, I've been through this in a different way, shape or form. And you can kind of pull from what you've learned and apply that. And I bet that'll continue to keep happening throughout your life and business. Yes. Yeah. That's definitely something that I do find. I, um, well, because at the end of the day, like 
we have the option, everyone has the option to look at something uh, in a negative way and think, you know, why is this happening to me? Wow, this sucks. Or you can take a big deep breath and you can ask yourself, okay, what is the universe trying to teach me through this? And when you start yeah. looking at life that way, you really do, you start to be more compassionate for what's going on around you. And you start to realize that everything is happening so that you can take something from it. And then you can take right. all of those things and put them together and just create this awesomeness, to be honest. Yeah. And then what can I receive from this point? You know, because if you don't see the opportunity, you can't receive it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people go into victim mode, you know, it's very easy to just sit there and, and not see that you have an opportunity to learn something or you're actually much luckier than a lot of people out there. Um, whereas when you start to take accountability and ownership and responsibility for what's going on in your life, you have this complete complete different outcome on what's actually going on. It's crazy because I was actually just having this conversation with someone yesterday, uh, a girl that I grew up with elementary school and high school. And we got onto the topic of who I used to be. And she was saying, you know, like, even just through social media, I haven't even been around you in person, but just through social media, I can see that you have changed so much. Like, you used to have so many problems with everyone, with friends, with people within the group, with people that you weren't friends with, just like you were just not happy. And, you know, so, someone who is not looking at life as opportunity to grow or what you can learn from that, yeah. you'd go into straight victim and defense mode and you'd think, well, you know, well, that's rude. Like, who are you to talk about me like that? But mm -hmm. I remember reading it and being like, I totally agree with you. And it's, yeah. I mean, that I'm shows glad. your growth right there, you know, just recognizing that and embracing that and saying, yeah, that was me. And, and this is what I am now. And it's great that she can recognize that and also feel comfortable enough to tell you that knowing that you've grown and that you can accept and have a conversation about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know it's so funny when people say things to me, like, no offense, but this is my opinion from the, the outside or whatever. And I think we just tiptoe so much around our opinions and our beliefs. And we have such a hard time sharing the truth with people um, that you're almost in shock when you come across someone who's like, Oh, no offense taken. Like I totally agree. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> right. They almost <laughs> expect the pushback. And you're yes. like, nope, nope. I'm welcoming that. <laughs> yes. No, I do. I think that it's great. I love, I, I, it's exactly what you just said. I welcome all of it. Like when people call me out for something, I'm like, thank you. I, I actually agree with you. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I just love your story and I love how you've allowed your story to shape you and also how you've um, shared it with everybody today and everyone that you've probably met along the way. And, and I'm sure you're going to continue to share it. And it just means, um, means the world to anybody that's going through something like that, or even on a, a you know, smaller scale, it still shows so much um, perseverance. It shows openness and it shows the possibilities um, that can come from such a, a sad and challenging time that you've turned around for good. So thank you so much for sharing everything that you have today. Oh, my pleasure. It's honestly been it, it's been an honor to be honest it's crazy to think about how far you can come and how you can truly overcome what you are going through 
in life and you can feel, you know, completely hopeless and as if you're never going to get out of that. And then to be sitting on the other side of it and, and see that not only have I overcome it, but I'm able to inspire others to overcome it and understand the boundaries and red flags in relationships is just something that I'm super happy to be able to share with people. Yeah. That's awesome. And I know you've given us some amazing um, pointers and amazing lessons, but if there were two main takeaways that you could leave our audiences with, what would they be as far as um, mindset and, you know, kind of flipping the switch on the victim mode versus the empowered mindset? So one thing is, it's actually not my saying at all. Um, I co-host a podcast and she was actually the one who said this to me once and it has stuck with me ever since. And I really do think it's a great way to summarize everything that I just spoke about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's that you deserve, I'm totally going to butcher it, but I'm going to say it with my own little spin so that I don't. Sure. Okay. (laughs) So essentially you deserve to, to thrive in life and you deserve to have great, great, great things happen to you but you also deserve to make them happen for you. Um, And, and, you know, being a victim, sure, at some times in your life, you can't, you will feel like a victim. That's just inevitable. But you have to make things happen for you. Like, you can't just sit around and just wonder why it's not happening. And so if you are, whether it's a toxic relationship, or if you are in a financial burden, or if you're just not thriving or happy in life, you need to do something different in order for that, for, for more to happen. Um, you know, I mean, I can proudly say now that I'm in in a very healthy relationship and I don't think I would have ever been in one had I not worked on myself and not just for a week and jumped back into the previous relationship, but had I not worked on myself for a while, um, and he actually showed up out of the blue because I wasn't even ready to get into a relationship. But I, you know, I look at my relationship now and I'm like, wow, this, this is what, this is what a healthy relationship looks like, you know, not this is what it's supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're having a dis or you have different opinions, it's not, there's no fight. There's no name calling. There's no yelling. Um, at least not yet. I mean, <laughs> not on wood. there is none of that because we just, we respect each other. And, um, you know, another thing, my second takeaway, and this is something I've started doing the past few months, and I am literally shouting this off of rooftops now, because again, it's changed my perception in life is um, live every single day of your life as if people are going to die that night, and they're not going to be around you the next day. Um, that's very profound. Yeah, it's no, that's deep. It's really, really deep. And it really, really helps even when you're annoyed with someone, or, you know, you just think things aren't working your way. Um, when you think about things like that, it really makes you thankful for what you have, for who you have, and for what you're going through. Um, and you just live life with a complete, completely different perspective. Yeah, that's a great lens to look at everything through, for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for all of that. Please let me know, like, where can we find you as far as on Instagram, Facebook, email, or however you prefer to be contacted if anyone wants to join your team or work with you. Um, Yeah, let me know. 
Yeah. So um, I am on Instagram. I mean, I'm on all of the above, but Instagram, it, my IG handle is my first name. So Amanda, all lowercase. And then my last name, Branco, um, except with two C's and not just one. So it's B-R-A-N-C-C-O. Um, okay. And then I'm also on Facebook. So you can look up my regular name and I should pop up. Um, Great. And then if for whatever reason anyone wants to send me an email, they can send it to Amanda, all lowercase. Mm-hmm at craving c-r-a-v-i-n-g wellness w-e-l-l-n-e-s-s dot c-a great thank you so much and i will also post all that information in the show notes awesome thank Thank you you so much for having me thank you it's been wonderful and we'll talk soon yes Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please leave a review and a comment. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Tune in again next week for another episode of Discover a Better You podcast.